juice. It's showtime. You are listening to Downright Sports with notorious sports critic Brent Reed. Hello, everybody. Welcome. It's late. I don't care. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Downright Sports World Series show. Uh, very special show um, as we preview the upcoming 2022. Uh, that do that twenty twenty two. Yeah, twenty twenty two baseball World Series. It's uh, going to happen this Friday. I don't know why they're taking so long, but in any case, I'm your host Brent Reed, the notorious sports critic and the sports influencer. How about that? I just started doing that one. Um, have you ever heard the regular downright sports? I'm a sports fan. I talk. I try to speak to you the way sports fans speak to each other. So we're gonna preview this World Series the same way sports fans would preview something, shall we? Uh, the World Series uh, is going to have two teams: the Philadelphia Phillies, a former champion back in 2008, taking on a former champion in the Houston Astros who won in 2017. Um, how did these teams get here? We'll talk about that in just a second, but. Basically, the baseball season comes down to this. It comes down to this game. Uh, best out of seven. If you don't know how it works, they play uh, the t- first team to win four wins the World Series. Okay, this is one of the f- this is the second time in uh, World Series history. I could be wrong, but I think I'm I'm pretty sure I'm right. It's the second time in World Series history, two teams who f- were once in the same conference are facing each other, which is pretty cool. If you think about it, so it's kind of awesome to see them go one on one with each other. Um, two teams, different sides of the track, couldn't be completely opposite. If, you know what I mean? Could not be completely opposite. Uh, the Phillies, who started out this year with um, hope, there was hope, there was promise, there was a lot of expectations going into this year. Um, a lot of teams, um, you know, this was one of those teams where there was, you know, oh, we can see the Phillies making the playoffs, but mm, not the World Series, especially after they fired Joe Girardi, which <laughs> I'm a fan of. I wasn't a fan of Girardi initially, and then the 2017 playoffs, he earned my respect again because I thought Girardi was too much of a fanboy or in wrestling, they call him a mark, and I thought he was too much of a mark. And, um, you know, I, that's what, that's what I was thinking. Um, but I, I felt the, the, the game is different. Um, you can't, you know, you, you really can't, you know, be, you need to get that check other kind of mess because they still tolerate that at all. You know what I mean? Like you, you really got to treat players with, you know, some type of respect. <laughs> if not, you know, you're going to find yourself looking for work, but Philly, when they fired Girardi in June, and the guy who replaced him, believe it or not, was on the Yankees for like a hundred years. Um, uh, former coach, I think he was Girardi's bench coach with um, the the Yankees. And uh, when Girardi took over the team, Girardi took a lot of Yankee guys with him. And um, I wish he still was there because who we got is terrible. 
uh, Rob Thompson is his name. Rob Thompson uh, been around for a while. The guy, let's see, 59 years old, uh, came up in the Detroit Tigers organization in the 80s. Um, and then spent years with the Yankees. Spent a lot. Of, this is he, he's one of those guys that never thought he was going to become a manager at all. Never saw himself becoming a manager. Thought it was behind him. And then, poof, pow! He's now a manager. Uh, in fact, spent he was with the Yankees from 1990 to to 2017. That's how long he was with the team. Funny enough, that's how long Girardi, you know, kind of left with him. But um, he actually went over to the Yankees with Kepler. Yeah. Because Kepler went there. Um, funny enough. <laughs> uh, but, any case, Phillies was down and out. The Phillies had to compete with the Mets and the Braves as the teams that people were penciling in in the World Series. Philly was written out. Like, they, you hear that? They were just erasing. Philly making playoffs. They're making it. And it, they made it. And what's funny enough is they Bryce Harper, the MVP, missed a lot of years. Kyle Swarber, who was the MVP of this team, he carried the team this year. If it wasn't for what Aaron Judge did, people would be talking about him for what he did offensively just for um, Philly alone and getting this team to where they are and carrying them throughout the entire year. On the other side... You have the lovable Houston Astros who find themselves back in the World Series again. Funny enough, people act like the World Series is something that's new. Houston made the World Series in 2005? No, they didn't. They lost. The Cardinals made it. That's that game where I will pull to the home run and the ball hasn't landed yet. But the Houston has been on a revenge tour since they were caught cheating. Um, and people thought it was over. They hired Dusty Baker, who came in and kind of just smoothed things over and basically has the team may have gotten better. This was a team that was in the World Series last year. They lost to the Braves, who last year was one of those teams that kind of surprised everybody. But here they are representing the American League again. And it either says that the American League is just this bad or Houston's just as good. Houston's got the best record in all of baseball. We're going to kind of narrow that down. But there's so many storylines in this World Series. And some of the key storylines are Bryce Harper maybe getting his first. Okay. Bryce left Washington. And um, <laughs> Washington, he had to watch his division rival, the team he was raised in, win a World Series. Like, he had to watch that. That's something he had to see. So, you got to think in his mind, he never thought his time was going to come. He probably never expected... I mean, I'm sure he expected it, but I doubt in his heart of hearts he was thinking like, you know what, I'm going to get there. Uh, I mean, he he's a competitive guy, but the Phillies had not been looking good. And you got to... If you're, if you're Bryce... If you at one point was Bryce Harper, you had to start asking yourself... Did I make the right decision? Did I choose wisely with leaving Washington? Well, looks like he's in a better position. And unlike Washington, Philly will spend money to keep this team together, to keep this team winning. They have done it in the past. And, you know, it looks like they could potentially do it again. And you got, you know, so you really want to 
you know, be happy for Bryce Harper. Another storyline is um, the manager of the Phillies and Thompson, you know, Thomason, who never thought he was going to be a manager, was happy being a good number two. And now he could win and he can win a World Series. He won one as a bench coach and now he can potentially win one as, uh, you know, he can be a guy who led the team, a, a team that so many people uh, written off. And, uh, you know, the team has basically bought into him in a way where he's like, you know, they think, oh, this guy can lead us. Where they like him so much, they decide to bring him back next year already. Now, if he loses, we'll see how that works out. <laughs> but they're like, hey, you know, let's let's keep this guy around. He may be able to make magic happen, you know, and he's doing it. Another storyline is Houston winning a World Series after being found cheaters and proving to the world that they didn't need to cheat to win. Now, here's the funny part. Yankee, I'm a Yankee fan, and Yankee fans, oh, Houston cheated. Did they cheat this time? Because they swept the Yankees. The year they cheated, they went seven. <laughs> this time, they, they got swept. So how much did they really cheat, okay? Um, but you got, you know, you got the Houston team, guys like El Tuve, who's on that team, trying to show, hey, we, we didn't cheat. Like, you know what I'm saying? And you got Dusty Baker, who's been, I don't want to say he's been chasing, but Dusty Baker has been chasing the World Series for a very, very long time as a manager. He has one as a player, but as a manager. Um, if you look at Dusty's managing career, he started with San Francisco in 1993. Got them to the World Series in 2002, and then they let him go. Okay, so what did he do? He only just went to the Cubs, and in 2003, had the Cubs... Like, moments away from going to the World Series if it wasn't for Bartman. Okay, fair enough. Dusty goes to Cincinnati. Alright. Where the Reds haven't been good since he left. Let I got his numbers here. So, in Cincinnati. Alright, in Cincinnati. Come on, get off the screen. He had a winning percentage of Cincinnati of 524. It's above average. That's above 500. He finished in first twice, and he finished in third twice, and he finished his first two years. His la uh, no, his first two years were a little rough, but the man was funny enough. He lost. To, it's funny because he lost to Philly in the NLDS, <laughs> and he lost to San Francisco in NLDS, and then he lost in the wild card game. But he had the team in the playoffs three times. Okay, so fine. He takes a few years off, and in 2016, people who thought his career was over, he returns to Washington. Only had them the number one team in the East twice. Had them in the playoffs back-to-back -back years where he lost to the Dodgers, who eventually would lose to the Cubs, and then they would lose to the Cubs, who won the World Series the year before that. Fine. People think his career is over. Houston hires him, and he gets them to the playoffs. They lose to the Rays in the American League Championship Series. That was the pandemic year. Um, and then they lost in the World Series last year, and they're back in the World Series this year. And So the man in uh, San Francisco, winning record. The Cubs is the only place he has a losing record, and it's not by much. If he won, if he won two more games, he'd have been good. Um, Cincinnati, winning record. Washington, winning record. Houston, winning record. Easy.
Dusty Baker is under, uh, most underrated manager in the game of baseball. Like, we're not going to go there, but Dusty's most underrated manager in the game of baseball. So, you know, I, I, I would love to see him win one. I, but if there's a way where Houston can lose, but Dusty gets the World Series, I'll be more than happy about that. Plus, Dusty's proven, no, age is nothing but a number. The man's 73 years old, and he's getting it done. And he looks like he's 52 years old. Because it don't crack, baby. Anyway, let's talk. Let's do the tail of the tape. The tail of the tape. Starting with the Phillies. The Phillies this year was 87. What the heck is this? The Phillies this year was 87 and 75. They finished third in the National League East. They were the last team to win the wild card. Uh, they went into the playoffs. They played in the wild card round, the first ever wild card round. They beat. The pot, the 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 uh, favorite St. Louis Cardinals, who won their division, two games to none. Game one came back from a three-zip deficit, came back, won the game six to three, and then game um, game two, Bryce Harper hit a home run, and that's all the runs they needed, and they moved on. And then then they moved on to the National League uh, Divisional Series, where they were facing the defending champion, the Atlanta Braves, team in their division. That beat them all year. That won the wild card. I mean, won the World Series last year. Well, they only lost in four games in the series. Best out of five, they only got. They only picked up one win. Um, game one, tight game, seven to two, seven to six. Game two, they lost. Game three, killed the Braves nine to one. And in game four, just in case if you missed game three, oh, they only beat them eight to three. They gave they gave them a couple runs. Move on to the National League Championship Series where they beat the San Diego Padres, a team like them, young, up-and-coming, got a lot of moxie, got a lot to prove. Game one, they uh, would win 2 nothing. Game two, they would lose 8-5. to Game three, they would win 4-2. to Game four, they started hitting. They were actually losing in game four and came back to win 10-6. to Game five, was where Bryce Harper became a legend. This is the game where Bryce Harper became a legend. This is the game where Major League Baseball dropped the ball because we should be seeing highlights of Bryce Harper hitting his home run every single day. If Bryce Harper was a quarterback in the NFL, it would have been on loop on ESPN. It would have started every show to this week. It's Bryce Harper's home run. Bryce Harper's home run. It's crazy how baseball has like fallen from grace, but people still love the game, and I don't understand why baseball does a bad job in marketing this game. That's easy to market. Anyway, Bryce Harper hits the home run, gets Philly to the World Series for the first time since 2009. If you look at Philly from this past year, all right, they hit 205 home runs. Uh, they total bases was uh, 2,320. They had an on-base percentage of no, they walked 478 times. It's going to be relevant in a second. Uh, on-base percentage of 317, and slugging percentage of 424. It's pretty solid, if you ask me. They they had a solid year. They're one of those teams when you look at them. You're like, wow, they got pop. They hold you by the pitching, but they got pop. They will hit. Now, funny enough, they're getting ready to face a Houston team that's going to debunk everything I'm saying. But if you watch Philly this postseason, it's been a combination of pitching. and pitching's been consistent, but they're getting the runs they need. They're getting key runs. The guys who need to be hitting the ball are hitting the ball, which brings me to who are their Showtime players. 
Bryce Harper, Kel Schwarber, JT Romano. Like, these guys are coming up clutch, if you will, in key situations. They're doing what they're paid to do. And let's make sure that when their pitches go out there and they give them enough, that the bats are enough for them to win. If you look at their arms, Zach Wheeler this postseason has been phenomenal. Aaron Nalo has been phenomenal. The guy, he, he's been he's been the true ace, if you will. And um, Sir Anthony DeGrado has been lights out. When they go to him, done. Like, he's he is not Sir. I like calling him Sir Anthony because it sounds like Sir Anthony. Six games this postseason. Um, three hits, one earned run. Uh, he's just shutting them down. He's not playing around. He's like, yo, it's a done deal. They got Dave Robinson back, but I don't know how strong. But he's still, you know, he's a, he's a guy who's got a ring. He's been there. They got Nola Syndergaard, who, quite frankly, is a former starter, which they need to watch out for because if they get in a, a jam, he could come out and save them. So this Phillies team is built the way you want a team to be built. You got your sluggers. You got your pitches. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. They got the fielding. They don't make a lot of mistakes. They just play loose and free, and that's huge. Which brings me to their opponent in the other corner. Weighing about 900 pounds, because that's how these guys play. The best record in all of baseball with 106 and 56 losses. They finished 55 and 26 at home, 51 and 30. On the road. They don't care where they play. They come in to play you. They come in to beat you. They come in to give you them hands. And that is the Houston Astros. Um, here's their playoff history. They only swept Seattle. They were so determined to win. They went 18 innings in one. They swept the New York Yankees. Just beat them down. I watched that Yankee series closely. I'm going to tell you something right now. Houston never swept. Those guys go out there and they have confidence of a silverback gorilla getting ready to fight a kitten. They do not care. Those guys just come to play, man. They're like, yo, whatever. The score is five, nothing fine. We're gonna get you six nine. That inning. Like they don't they they are patient, but they're aggressive. I love watching them hit, even though I'm a Yankees fan. I love watching them hit because they're so aggressive. They don't do all this like throw your first pitch. Nah, that pitch is in the zone. We swinging. Like you can't prepare for that because a team that is not afraid of your best pitch is gonna make things real hard for you to beat them. Cause they will. They're patient but aggressive, which I know is like an oxymoron, but they are. They're like, mm, that wasn't it. But you bring that thing here, I'm coming. Like they know the zone. I don't. If they use analytics, they definitely don't. They, they. If you go back and watch the '70s and early '80s Dodgers teams, Dusty Baker played for. That's how Houston hits. We're not waiting. We're not working the count. It's you know you can put your shift on. We'll just hit it the other way. Like that's how they play. If you look at Houston, here are their numbers. Uh, batting average, two forty-eight. They hit 214 home runs, only 10 more than Philly. Uh, their on-base percentage was 319. It was Philly's? That's not bad. Very close. Uh, slugging percentage, 424. Close. Uh, total bases, 2,093. 2,293. Yep. No. Yeah, 2,293. Right. 2,293. Way more. No. 
uh, Philly had a better on base percent. Uh, had uh, was had a better total base. Excuse me. So, who are their Showtime players? I don't know, guys. They just the who's who of hitters. Uh, Jose Altuve, Yaro Alvarez, and Alex Bertman, who's got the most career home runs for a third baseman. How how freaking awesome is that in the playoffs? Don't sleep on Yadier Galera, who is in his 40s, but the guy is just like, they don't sweat. They go out there and they're like, mm, what's the count? 2-0? All right. And then their count will be full. And then they'll hit a bomb or a solid base hit. They can beat you with consistent base hits. Or they'll just wait, wait, wait. And hit a bomb. They're going to play it. Wait, 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 wait. We're going to get back. Let's get back. Who are their arms? I don't know. Justin Verlander, Cy Young, future Hall of Famer. Uh, Lance McCullough. Cooler's other side of the pillow. Their bullpen. Four guys. I'm just going to name three of them. Ryan Priestley, Brian Abreu, Hunter Brown have allowed zero hits this postseason. Zero. That is Z-E-R-O. Zero. You know what comes after zero? One. You know what's after you know what's before zero? Negative. They've allowed zero hits. And they're gonna face a Phillies team that's going to look to hit. This is gonna be a World Series where you're gonna have great pitching taking on great hitting but at the same time Houston has great hitting Houston is the closest thing to the 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 Yankees of the late 90s a complete team the, the Yankees of the late 90s had hitting and pitching that was it this is the same concept hitting and pitching Philly's got the hitting and pretty good pitching but now they're pitching facing the Padres is one thing that's a that's a young team with no um, no discipline. The Braves, a little different. You know, they may be coming to still off a World Series hangover. You know, they don't have Freddie Freeman. They're clutch at bat. That's a little different. The St. Louis Cardinals kind of just got in. You know what I'm saying? With a team that got in the last second. Hold on one second. Sorry, my, the, one of the cameras went out. I don't have a cameraman. <laughs> but... You now got yourself in a situation where you got two teams where Justin Verlander versus Bryce Harper, when that matchup comes up, oh boy, that's going to be exciting. Like, this is what we're going to expect. Who will win the World Series? I'm glad you asked. It's probably going to be Houston, but it's not going to be a sweep. It would be historic if Houston sweeps everybody. That would be historic. That would shut. You couldn't bring up cheating anymore because they took care of business. That's it. But I don't think they're going to sweep Philly. And I'm going to go on a limb. And I'm going to say Houston's going. Mm. Houston went. At, mm. Mark it. Houston wins in f- six. I got Houston in six. Mark it. Philly wins game one. No. I got Philly winning game one. I do. I do. Philly will win game one. Houston will. Philly will get a game at home. But Houston wins in six. They come back to Houston and they raise the trophy and they raise the Jolly Roger. That's in Pittsburgh. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> anyway, that's what I think. I got Houston in six. So buckle up. Game one is on Friday. Houston hasn't announced their lineup yet. Uh, Philly has. Aaron Arnold will take the ball in game one. Thank you all for listening. I uh, appreciate it. Thank you for watching on YouTube and on TikTok. 
and on Instagram. That's how you get the promos out. <laughs> okay, follow Downway Sports on all those platforms. You can also download the podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere made all podcasts are downloaded. Uh, you can all this episode is exclusively on DJ Chase Radio, which you can listen to new episodes of Downray Sports every Wednesday at 12 noon. But you can listen to the show weekdays from 12 to noon, just repeat episodes. But new episodes drop on Wednesday. I'm like Law and Order, I'm on all the time, which brings me to Thursdays on Dynasty Radio at 8 o'clock at night, uh, all day Saturday, starting on Fab 94.5. The hits at 8 a.m. and then finishing out Saturday on Trap Radar Radio at 6 p.m. We finish the show. The show's schedule is done Sundays at 12 noon at She Real Radio. Appreciate everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy the World Series. New episodes of Downray Sports. You can watch live on Facebook Live every Tuesday at Downray Sports. Uh, Facebook fan page. As always, be safe. Induces.
and you hate it, nigga, you mad? I thought that you be happy, I made it. I'm that cat by the bar, toasting to the good life. You that faggot ass nigga tryna pull me back, right? My junk in the bumpin' in the club, it's on. I'm with my eyes, you bitch, if she smiles, she gone. Hit the roof on fire, let the motherfucker burn. Just talking about money, homie, I ain't concerned. I'ma tell you what banks for me, cause go ahead, switch the style up. If niggas hate to let them hate them, watch the money pile up. And we can go upside the head with a bottle of bull. They know where we fucking be. You can find me in the club. Bottle full of bull. But mommy, I got the head. So we in the taking drugs. I mean, I have sex. I ain't in the making love. So come give me a hug. If you're in the getting rough. You can find me in the club. Bottle full of bull. But mommy, I got the head. So we in the taking drugs. I mean, I have sex. I ain't in the making love. So come give me a hug. If you're in the getting rough. <laughs> Don't try to act like you don't know where we be, nigga, nigga. We in the club all the time, nigga. It's a problem, pop up, nigga.